Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight is part two in a series on emotion, and the topic is ADHD, Theoretical Regulation of Emotion. With us in our virtual studio is uh, David Gork. Uh, we'll be uh, having a lively discussion with David as we did last week on emotion and uh, playing some clips that we had from uh, prior shows with Dr. Russell Barkley. Um, before we get into things, if you haven't done so, you should start checking out plans to go to the 2018 International Conference on ADHD. That's uh, November the 11th, excuse me, 7th through the 11th in the year 2018 in St. Louis, Missouri. You can learn more about the conference by going to chadd.org. Um, and then tonight, um, we'd like to thank uh, children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder because our show is being brought to you by them. And uh, we are offering two free digital copies of Attention Magazine uh, for our listeners. All you have to do is write down tonight's secret word and um, the date of the show and or the title of the show and email us at attention at attentiontalkradio.com and we will send you uh, two digital copies in a PDF format. Um, uh, Chad has a promotional bit that we're going to play, and we're going to get into the meat of the show. So here we go. Getting organized is a real challenge for most people diagnosed with ADHD. One of the hardest things is getting started. Here are three tips. Select a reward to give yourself when you've completed your project. Get a friend to help make the job go faster. Join an online community for mutual support. For more ideas, visit Chad's website at helpforadhd.org. Thanks again, Chad, for uh, your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. Uh, We encourage our uh, listeners to become members of Chad. Uh, they get a lot of great member benefits, but the real reason is to support them financially because we speak with one voice through Chad on Capitol Hill and in different regulatory agencies. So a strong Chad is a strong ADHD community. You can learn more about membership by going to the website at chadd.org. Again, tonight, uh, this is the second part of a three-part series on ADHD and emotion. Learned uh, years ago uh, from interviewing Dr. Russell Barkley about how uh, ADHD is really very much a self-regulation issue. And while emotions are not in the diagnostic criteria, they are much a part of ADHD as attention. Uh, yes, as attention is. And so last uh, last show, we basically sat down and had a conversation with David Gork on some of the clips that we had had with Dr. Barkley on what exactly is an emotion. And today, we're going to talk about the theoretical uh, regulation of emotion. And then next week, we're going to talk about uh, part three, the reality of down-regulating ADHD and emotions. If you're listening to our show, you can get links to the other uh, parts of the show in the description section uh, that will show up on our website and uh, on iTunes and maybe some of other social media um, outlets that kind of pick this stuff up. So for continuity, we recorded this all at one time, so this has been pre-taped, so let's roll with tape. Hope you enjoy the show. David Gork is the founder and the president of the ADD Coach Academy, the world's foremost ADHD coach training program. The ADD Coach Academy is the first and the only comprehensive ADHD coach training program fully accredited by the International Coach Federation, also known as ICF, which is the global governing body of the coaching profession. Um, And 
um, ADCA is, is accredited by the Professional Association of ADHD Coaches. David is a master certified ADHD coach with the Professional Association of ADHD Coaches and a master certified coach with the International Coach Federation and a board certified coach with the Center of, uh, for Credentialing and Education. He's on the advisory board of the Tension Deficit Disorder Association and was the president of that organization some time ago and was instrumental in making the National ADHD Awareness Day an annual reality, which was approved by the U.S. Senate on July the 6th of the year 24. As an aside, we did an interview with him, Michelle Novotny, and Evelyn Green, who pulled that together many years ago. It was, it's a hoot of a story. You might go listen to it just for grins and giggles because it it's, it's, it's like nothing you would ever – only a bunch of ADD people could pull that together. Anyway, um, <laughs> David is the author of the groundbreaking book, uh, Permission to Proceed, as well. And um, he was inducted in the 2016 International um, Chad Hall of Fame uh, at their conference, which is now the International Conference on ADHD. And the same year, he received um, the ACO Founders Award at the ADHD Coaches Organization. You can learn more about David and the ADD Coach Academy at addca.com. And with that, uh, David, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. It's always great to be here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm utterly thrilled that we're doing this. Uh, I had done a three-part series a couple years ago with uh, Dr. Clifford Sussman on ADHD and screen addiction. We talked about the biology. We started talking yeah. about the games and how they're designed to get you addicted. And we started talking about treatment and it was really good because it just, it really flowed together and had a lot of compliments. And I'm grateful that you, you agreed to come on to do the same thing kind of with emotions. Uh, this is part two of a three part series. And the first part we, uh, we, uh, we talked about coaching and emotion, but more importantly, uh, we aired an excerpt that I did with Dr. Barkley on defining an emotion back in 2011 and really kind of acknowledged that he's one of the forefront leaders of really saying that uh, emotions are as much a part of ADHD as attention and along with uh, Dr. Thomas Brown and, and some others. And it really kind of, to me, it was the beginning of, of what I think is the, the fusing of coaching and um, the, the research and or clinical world. Um, in this section, we're moving from what is a, an emotion more to um, the components, like what are the things that you can do? Now, this is the theory, and um, David and I are going to spend some time a little bit later talking about the execution of the theory, but we're going to kind of, kind of break that down. But before we do that, I, I want to pause for a second and uh, give you a chance to acknowledge Dr. Russ Ramsey. Um, he was probably one of the first that really, really embraced the notion of coaching and emotions and really, I think, kind of motivated you to be where you are today and to, to understand and have open discussions about coaching and CBT. Do you want to just you know, spend yeah. a second talking about that? And yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really indebted to Russ for many reasons. First of all, he's just a great friend. But uh, when I was president of ADA, um, he heard a presentation of mine. And he came up to me and he said, you know, I think there are things that we do that are in harmony, and I'd like to talk about them, and, and we should just keep in touch because this is a new field um, where there's a lot of people who are blind and need to get eyesight. <laughs> Those were the words. Russ is a great way with metaphors. And, um, and he said, and I'd even like to um, talk about the idea of doing research together. And so he's, you know, the head of cognitive behavioral therapy at the University of Pennsylvania, and he talks about something that's also a passion of mine, belief systems, and we call them stories, but how they mm -hmm. impact the emotions. Uh, and what happened out of that, he saw that our area of was focusing on strengths and positive emotions. We've, that's how we've always been. 
we explained how negative emotions could get in the way, and out of that came our work with the VIA uh, Character Institute with uh, Ryan Nemec. Mm-hmm. And uh, so our first research project was really on what are the character strengths of adults with ADHD. And now Russ is a CBT therapist, and this was really out of his realm in terms of positive emotions, and yet he found it so powerful because he knew emotions were very much a part of the work he does, and uh, we had both had great respect for Tom Brown and Russell Barkley. So out of that, the work he did, and then uh, later we went on to do uh, three presentations on the difference between CBT and ADHD coaching and how we work together. And I think mm-hmm. that was a, a, a real pivotal place because uh, instead of working in an isolated field, coaches are separate from this, we realized what we did. We realized what our skills were. And I would refer to him, you know, when somebody got stuck in a belief system that needed to be reframed that they couldn't get out of, I sent him to Russ. And if he was going to help somebody with systems or positive emotions, he was going to send them over to me. So what happened was we realized that there is this interconnection. Our language may be different, but what we do is the same purpose of moving that person forward, and we realize emotion and the stories we tell ourselves are a big part of that. So Russ has always been a great supporter of coaching, comes to a lot of the conferences, and we spoke together in Sweden, but he's been a big supporter and even continues to want to do research of which coaching needs more of, and we are working on a couple of projects. So um, I'm really indebted to him, and I'm indebted to Tom Brown, who always took the time to look at the models that we had at the academy and uh, allow me to compare them to his executive function models, and he he supported them. So um, I've been blessed with some uh, to be involved with some of the best people uh, with the highest integrity, and then, of course, you, Jeff, coming through the academy, and I don't know Russell Barkley as well as you do, but by virtue of the recordings that you did with him and by what you shared with him, I really felt that I had this yep. triumvirate of the of the pioneers in that area of emotion. Yep. Yep. So we've we've laid the groundwork a little bit here because I want to start slowly making this shift into uh, we we talked about what emotion was in, in part one. Um, really talked about the legitimacy. We're all on the same page to do this thing together. We're working together. Um, I want to play an excerpt that I did in um, my original interview with Dr. Barkley on emotion. At the beginning of the interview, we defined it, but now I want to share with him the theory, if you will, of the steps that or, or what one will do when they have an emotion, um, yeah. which, again, this is just theory. We're, we're writing this down. It's like you know, this is up there kind of in the sky. You're writing it. It's defined and stuff like that. In coaching, I think that we're the ones that really kind of help with the application of this. But needless to say is right now I think it's kind of helpful because I think it parallels so much. And, and uh, when we come back and talk about the cognitive side of what he talks about as the last step, I think it's going to relate really well back to the conversations that you and Russ were having and what coaching does to kind of do that. Um, so we need to run to a break. I encourage you to learn more about David by going to the website at addca.com. Uh, you can learn about David. You can learn about coaching. You can find a coach there. Uh, you can become a coach if you want to. Um, also, let's see, tonight's um, secret word is emotion. Uh, again, tonight's secret word is emotion. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. You've tried logic. Johnny, just calm down and work. Then you can go out and play with your friends. 
Now get the help you really need to improve motivation, communication, and compliance for kids with ADHD. Join nationally recognized ADHD parent coach Cindy Goldrich and her team of experts at PTS Coaching. Take the first step. Sign up for parent workshops today at ptscoaching.com. Workshops offered in person, via the web, and as e-courses. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an EDGE Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is timetimer.com. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. All right, David, same thing. Um, um, We're going to play this thing, and when he gets to step six about rewriting emotions and stuff like that, I want to talk about the pause and stuff like that. I don't want to get into a lot of the, uh, how do you say, um, execution of it, but really yeah. a lot of mirroring, like, this is what we, you know, this is what we do. That's yeah. the hard part is to reframe that emotion and kind of catch. Yeah. So I want to kind of like, these are the hard parts. And we'll talk a little bit more about the execution of it, but I really want to frame up that it sounds really good on paper, but you know how hard this is to do. Does that, does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, absolutely. So here we go. Dr. Barkley, um, can you talk about the six things, um, the six areas that uh, result of this that can help? Yes, I, I think um, that if we think about these six things, they're, they're going to make sense once I explain them to you. So uh, bear with me here. Uh, it could take me just a minute or two to get all of this out. But step number one is realize that the ADHD medications may help manage some of these emotional difficulties. Not all of them, but some of them. For instance, if the emotional part of the brain is not being regulated properly by this frontal lobe and your ADHD medications are going into these areas and increasing the ability of the frontal lobe to manage the emotional system, you might find that your ADHD medications are beneficial to this impulsive part of emotion, this quickness with which the emotion is up and out and and not inhibited. Now, as I explained at the CHAD conference, the different ADHD medications will do this through different means. They don't all do it identically, and they don't all do it well. Um, so just understand that you may need to talk with your physician if you're on medication about is this the right medication for managing the emotional piece of it. And if you're not on medication or you're considering going on it, keep in mind that this might be one of the advantages of the medication. It's not just that it helps you concentrate or that it helps you to be less impulsive and less hyperactive. It may also help you regulate your emotions uh, and keep you from showing these impulsive emotions. So number one, ADHD meds can help benefit certain parts 
of this emotional problem that people with ADHD have. Now, the other five things are psychological strategies that anybody can use, whether they're on medication or not. And they go back to the, the four stages of an emotion that we talked about right at the top of the show, Jeff. Uh-huh. Uh, for instance, we talked about the fact that an emotion begins with a situation. Something happens. Well, step two in managing your emotions is to select the right situation and don't put yourself in situations that are likely to provoke strong emotions. Don't just go about your life being pulled hither and yon without any particular forethought or plan in mind. If you know, for instance, that a particular uh, setting, a particular context, maybe there's a particular bar that you like to go to after work on Fridays for happy hour, but you know that that's a problem for you because there's a couple of people there that you don't get along with and that you usually tend to get in arguments with these people, you know, don't go to that bar. Find a different place to have your beer and, and your happy hour. In other words, select the situation so that it doesn't provoke the emotions that you know are going to occur in alternative situations that you could have gone into. Now, you can't always do that, but many times you can, especially if you've repeatedly encountered problems in that situation. Then step one is don't go there. Avoid that situation if at all possible. So we call this situation selection, and it is step one in managing your emotional health. Step two is what happens if I find myself in a situation where I'm becoming emotional? Okay, I wasn't able to select myself out of this. I find myself here. What do I do? This is where we modify the situation. We change the structure of the situation. For instance, you and I were talking about being in a business meeting where I may have said something that was very insulting or humiliating to you. One of the things that you can do in a situation like that is to look away from the individual, sit away from that individual, turn and look at somebody else and start talking to them, push your chair back away from the table, perhaps stand up, go to the coffee machine, get a coffee, come back into the room again, so that you can modify the structure of that situation by where you sit, by where you look, and by what you choose to do that might help to calm that emotion down a little bit before you react to what the other person has said. So change the situation. Sometimes you can also change it by... Um, simply leaving, as you heard me just say. Just buy yourself some time. Get a break. You know, a one-minute break to get a drink of water is not an insult to anybody. Uh, And then after you got that, you can come back in. But it gives you that one to two minutes to get a hold of yourself and get back in the situation. Now, the the next thing that you can do uh, after situation modification is how you deploy your attention, how uh, what you think about and where you look. So, uh, as we said, you can divert your eyes away from the person who's upsetting you. You can close your eyes if you need to. You can turn and look out the window. You can look at a piece of art in the room and you know, try to analyze your feelings about the art. But get your attention system away from the provocative event itself. And we call that attention deployment, where you deploy your attention to something different than what the, uh, is provoking the, um, the emotion. Mm-hmm. So, so to repeat, we've got situation selection, choosing situations that are healthy for you rather than ones that lead to emotional difficulties. The second mm-hmm. is modifying the situation. And the third is changing what you're attending to, what you're mm-hmm. looking at. Now, let's suppose none of that works. All right, well, the next thing we call cognitive change, and I know you use this a lot in your business as well. And mm-hmm. this is where how you think about the emotion can literally change the emotion. This is where you evaluate 
whether this is really an important event or not to you. You might say to yourself, for instance, in the situation you and I had set up where, you know, I've said something insulting, you might say to yourself, well, this guy's not important to me. What the heck does he know what he's talking about? Yep. Uh, you know, he's just another guy in the room, and he's not my boss, and who does he think he is anyway? I mean, these are self-statements you can be saying in your head uh, that can help calm you down because you're going to reappraise the situation in its importance to make it less important than it may have seemed at the beginning. So there's a cognitive element to this yep. where, as you know, your emotions are partly determined by what you think. Yep. And if you alter your thoughts, you literally can alter the consequent emotions that come out of that. And then finally, uh, the last step in this process is where you modify the emotion itself. It's already overtaken you. There's not much you can do about it. You can't leave the situation. So now what you can do, focus on your breathing, if you've ever had any sort of uh, meditation training, and it doesn't have to be religious or Buddhist meditation, just standard meditation training, or even if you've had practice in what we call deep muscle relaxation, you'll remember the old Jacobson muscle yep. relaxation techniques yep. where you, you focus on your breathing, you focus on your heart rate, you tense and relax different muscle groups, uh, and by doing that, you can begin to de-stress the situation and maybe temper the emotion. Now, what's important here, Jeff, to understand is that the later in this sequence you wait, the harder it is to do it and the less successful it's likely to be. Absolutely. So you're, you're better off choosing your situations wisely. Remember we talked about situation yep. selection. Then you are trying to modify the strong emotion once it's already out of you. Uh, so the earlier in this whole sequence of steps we've talked about, the better. So to repeat, you've got six things to do. One, check out the right medications make sure you're on the right ones and see if they help with your emotions. Two, choose situations wisely. If you know that a situation gets you in trouble emotionally, try to avoid it. Three, if you can't modify that situation in some way so that it's less emotional for you, where you sit, who you talk to, who you look at, and so on. Next one, make sure you deploy your attention properly. As you've said at the beginning of the show, it's what you pay attention to. And if you divert your attention away from the emotional provoking event, that'll help. Next, reappraise the importance of this situation for yourself. Hopefully that will downregulate the emotion. And then finally, if you have to, do some stress management, deep muscle relaxation, little meditation to address the emotion itself. What, what you know, Dr. Barkley, what, what's I really like about this, and again, providing this platform as we talk to the top, the idea of, of taking a look at ADHD with emotion starts to explain so much that, our prior models didn't. It just seems to kind of lined up. And what I really like here is what you've described. These um, things that you've talked about, almost every one of them, I can link to something that as an ADHD coach we're trying to do. We're trying to teach people how to kind of calm down, how to pause, and, and different structures in order for them to shift their attention. So when they walk into a, a situation, they go, wait a second, I know this is, I can, feel, I can feel the stress, I can feel the emotion come up, I'm pausing. I'm catching myself. This is how I normally react. These are the types of things that I do need to do in order to, that, that have successfully calmed me down the past in order to control or redirect their behavior. And it's fascinating because just the way you've lined this up, it really, really kind of links in with a lot of coaching theories and a lot of things or tools that we do to kind of help facilitate this process. Yes, it, it absolutely does. And, and as you know, this isn't just a, a good model for managing emotion. It's a good model for managing yourself, period. And even whether or not the situation involves emotions, these are just good self-control strategies that all of us can and should be using. And by making them more explicit, 
hopefully we allow people to capitalize on them even better. So there we have it. That's uh, Dr. Bakley's uh, rundown of what you do uh, in order to manage your emotions. It all sounds really good on paper. Uh, we're going to go to the break when we come back because uh, it sounds good on paper. I'm not so sure it's as easy as it looks, um, and I know David and I are going to have a fun conversation about this a little bit um, uh, because it's, it's very much a challenge. Uh, again, if, for those that are interested to learn more about David, go to uh, www.addca.com. That's addca.com. You can also learn about being a coach um, or get a find a coach. They have a page there. And, again, tonight's secret word is emotion. Again, tonight's secret word is emotion. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Make every moment count with Time Timer, a sensitive solution for ADHD time management. It shows how much time is left using a bright red disc that gets smaller as time passes. To place an order for a Time Timer, all you have to remember is timetimer.com. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now... Back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're part two of our series on ADHD and emotions. Uh, part one was about what is emotion. Uh, in this part, we've been talking about uh, what do you do about it. And uh, we ran a clip, just ran a clip that we uh, had gotten back with Dr. Barkley back in 2011 that talks about the steps, and he identified medications can help you self-regulate your emotions, which is important, but the rest of them are cognitive. Situation selection, modify the situation when you're in it, uh, deploy your attention, distract it, if you will. Note the further we get down, the harder this is. Uh, We start to get to change your cognition. In other words, uh, change how you think about something and actually change your emotion and to the point in time where you're so off the charts where you really kind of calm down and you know, David, it's interesting to me because you've been doing this for so long as a coach. We work in and we, we sit there because when you're in that situation and you're in the motion and you want to change that emotion, that is not an easy thing to do because after all, it's emotional. And at the beginning of this show, we were talking about, you know, you and Dr. Uh, Ramsey kind of coming together and the notion of beginning using positive emotions and what you can pay attention to to kind of help. Uh, people manage that in this this area, so it's kind of fun to see how this thing kind of comes around. That you've been uh, coaching's been working on this thing for years to shift um, beliefs and attention, but using the positive stuff in order to do that. Yeah. It's, it's really amazing how far we've come. Make sense? 
It, it, it really is, and, and I like what you said and what uh, you reiterated because Dr. Barkley is absolutely correct. The, the um, deeper you get into those sequences where you're in the emotion, the more challenging it is to get them out. But I would like to even start with the very first one, situation selection. Yep. Um, we cannot make the assumption, and those of us who have been coaching clients with ADHD for a long time know this, that even identifying the situations that are not good for a person with ADHD takes time. Uh, you know, it's great in theory, but you have to actually sit down with a client and begin to identify. You know, when you go over to your parents' house and your brother's over there and he starts uh, making these comments, what happens to you, um, and you have no boundaries, and you just let him talk to you, what happens to your emotions? He says, we always get in a fight. And he leaves it at that. And if the coach doesn't ask, well, is that a situation that you should continue to put yourself into, or do you need to really think about an alternative situation or an alternative way of handling that? And I cannot tell you that that first step of situation selection is probably the most important one because it's the one that can be managed the best. And and that means they have to remember them, which means we have to create prompts. And um, it's not just one area of their lives, because if you can't inhibit your emotions and people trigger you in different situations, you have to be able to identify all the situations where certain people and certain language trigger you because you haven't learned to pause and pay attention to it. So situation selection is the first and most critical place where we as coaches can have a huge impact on people's ability to regulate their emotion. And um, you notice when Russ Barkley got to stage six, he went to the the, the part that becomes biological. He says, breathe. Because when you're in that, that's that's, another way of saying you're in an amygdala hijack. You're being hijacked by your brain, and unless you breathe, you can't access the part of the brain that will get you the strategies, and that's called the prefrontal cortex, because when you breathe, you need to get that yeah. 20% of oxygen there. So you, he went from the easiest, which is not so easy, to the most difficult, yeah. which can be done, but very difficult. Yeah, I want to expand on what you said. Dr. Barkley explains ADHD as a self-regulation issue, and he talks about the brain being a two-level system. You have the automatic brain and the executive yes. functioning brain, and the executive functioning being very, very effortful and we've, ta- we've been talking about this the whole time. I'm just reframing it. It's those with ADHD have the challenge of using the executive function, fu- the executive functioning brain, the prefrontal cortex to effortly. And I want to underscore, it takes a lot of effort to go in wow. and override that automatic brain. And what you had said is biologically is when you get into that fight, flight, or freeze state, uh, blood is diverted away from the, the, the part of your, your thinking part of the brain and you need the oxygen in more oxygen in so that brain can think which is a part of the execution we'll talk about that in the third show but the thing that i really want to highlight is in the moments that you're in the state you can't even remember what you know to work and it's powerful because when you get to that state you go to paralyze you go into that freeze and you begin to emotionally react and that's the hardest stage to deal with that's why it's so important to address these things at the beginning as as soon as you can and not get to that stage because at that point it's out of control I mean, totally out of control. And the best thing you can do is to survive the situation. That's right. And um, one of the other interviews that you did with Russell Barkley, he talked about his six um, jackknives of of executive function. 
and one of them was self-awareness. And self-awareness is totally tied into emotion because at the Academy, we defied self-awareness as the ability to pause and pay attention to what you're paying attention to in the moment. Well, if you don't have that ability to pause and pay attention to the emotion that's occurring to you in the moment, you don't have the self-awareness of the situation. So um, both of those are tied in to executive function. These are all tied into executive function, but what's so important is um, when we talk about execution is teaching people to pay attention to the signals that tell them that the situations are not in harmony with them. And, and we'll talk yep. about that in execution. Yep. Absolutely. But self-awareness is such an important thing for people with ADHD. And I think this is where coaches are super important because we make them aware. We mirror back and reflect back to them. You're telling me that these situations create these dire consequences. What is it that keeps you going back to that? And usually yep. it's they're just not aware of it. They just Absolutely. haven't paused. Absolutely. It's ability. It's the awareness. And one of the reasons that we're doing this three-part series is to break this really down into components so people have a better awareness of what yeah. the theory is, what yeah. the steps actually are. The next show we're going to talk about what do you really kind of do about that. We're really starting to get into the coaching side. It's not, and this is not reading a book. This is like as I describe the how part. Like I read books. A bazillion books on how to play the guitar, but it wasn't until I sat down and put my fingers on the string and right. strummed it with the D note and got it wrong and got it wrong and had a teacher or, or mentor like, hey, no, put your fingers this way that I got it right, and then I got it wrong, then I got it wrong, and then I got it right, yeah. which is one of those things that you have to do over and over and over, which as a tip, we did an interview with um, um, uh, Roger DeWitt not that long ago about kind of related to this emotion. He's an actor. Um, and an ADHD coach about, you know, what they do in, in terms of rehearsal to manage their emotions to get them into the right state when they get on stage. So anyway, yeah. um, let's, yeah. let's pull this thing together so we can we'll, we'll move into the third show um, so that people can begin to talk about the execution of it. Um, so, David, in terms of setting this thing up, we've, we've talked about what an emotion is. We've talked about those six steps. I think we've identified the hard part is actually the execution of these six steps. And that's the yeah. part that I think back in in 2006, 2007 that you were reading, there was a lot of that stuff there, but there wasn't really a lot of people talking about, okay, so I got an emotion. What do I do about it? Is that, am I putting words in your mouth? Yeah. Is that accurate? No, that's, that's pretty accurate. It was, it was talked about, you know, self-regulation of emotion was talked about, but um, it was just talked about, you know, yep. here's what we do. And generally what was talked about was, I mean, there were some therapists that were dealing with it, but it was talked about that medications would help reduce or minimize yep. uh, the, the impulsivity related to self-regulation. But we as coaches were out there really executing strategies of helping clients identify their own unique yep. ways of managing uh, those emotions. And Absolutely. And it, it plays right into a lot of the theory that uh, Russell Barkley talks about. Absolutely, absolutely. So everybody, we're um... – we're going to run a part three, and we're going to get much more into uh, the execution side of it. With that, to learn more about David, uh, go to addca.com. That's addca.com to learn more about David. To, to, that you can actually find a coach on their find a coaching page or actually uh, maybe enroll in coaching classes. And with that, we hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Remember, the secret word tonight is emotion. Join us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care. Bye.